Hello, I'm Leslie Dolphin. Welcome to the Suffolk Money Podcast supported by Kingsuite. Now, if there's one thing in the Suffolk calendar that I love more than any other, it's the Suffolk Show. And this year's event will soon be upon us, taking place at Trinity Park near Ipswich on Wednesday the 31st of May and Thursday the 1st of June. Last year, the show drew record crowds with more than 97,000 people visiting the site over the two days. So what can we expect this time around? My colleague Colin Lowe has been finding out. So we're joined today by John Taylor, who's the Suffolk Show Honorary Director, and Nick Watts, who's the Deputy Show Director. So thank you both for um, joining us. It's a wet day outside, and you tell me that's a good thing that you're stuck inside. What would you be doing if you weren't here speaking with me? So, yeah, Nick, what would you be doing? Well, things are uh, a little on the drag this spring. We've had a we've we've had a, a, a cold, wet spring. So we've we've uh, we've just finished. We've just saying I've just finished drilling sugar beet. John's got a bit more to do, so uh, he needs to push on with that. But uh, nothing like that's going to work today because we've had seven mil of rain. And so, yeah, um, it's uh, it's a good morning to be indoors. We were just chatting about the. Um, the school and country fair which was a, a great success that was um, at trinity park that was where we had what, how many we, 4, we had 4200 um uh, primary school children uh, aged between seven and nine and uh, it's a terrific day really um heartens you and a great great atmosphere um and we we, we we've been going i think this is 21st year that it's been going we were honoured to have the new Duchess of Edinburgh join us, Sophie. Fantastic. And, uh, I think John spent most of the day with her, didn't you? And uh, she, I only had a brief conversation with Her Royal Highness, but she seemed really nice, really engaging, and uh, it was great to have her along. Absolutely. Get her, get her talking about agriculture, and she, she really knew her stuff. She's very, very committed to education and very, very interested in trying to engage with um, secondary um, students and trying to trying to get people in the food in, in the food industry she didn't really want to talk about farmers because when you say a farmer you're limiting people's ability to to go and get a job in the food sector um, because there's there's, there's there's thousands of different jobs in the food mm -hmm. sector so we you know as soon as you say farmer you cut off half the people because people think you need to be born into it yeah. that's really important message she gave to me um however she she was she was a pleasure to be with I mean, she must have met um oh goodness me probably 50 of the, of the of the key people there and then had so much time to um actually go and talk to the children yeah there. i mean i thought she was yeah, never really. going to leave she did her <laughs> did her walk about uh just as they were the kids were well were, were um just she was leaving the, the event center and the kids lined the either side of the of the road there and she's must have spent nearly half an hour going round and uh saying hi to them all and, and and really great i really don't know how she can well it's the royals in general how they do go around so many people and they always seem to find a different question to ask to yes. they go around yeah. and and continue that engagement all day i, I would really struggle with that but yeah. yeah no it's great to have her along i knew it took you know months and months of organizing because the disruption of having that 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 visitor, that royal visitor, 
you know really takes um a lot of organizing and uh, mm. and and just just having four and a half thousand kids there is enough trouble yeah that would that would keep um, anyone busy yeah but a really really engaged guy called brian barker has um has taken that role on and he's uh he's so good with uh with, oh. with, with organizing that and he he really did a great job and he's got a really young team of, of stewards um, who are on his committee mm. and some of them haven't been on there very long. We've you know, had a bit of change since COVID and uh, yeah, it's just going from strength to strength that, um, that, that event. But you obviously have the, these um, primary school children in Trinity Park talking to them about agriculture and food reduction. How, what was your introduction into farming and uh, Tell us a bit about what each of you are doing now. Should we start with you, Nick? What did? Yeah. What did what, well, um, I think, uh, in common with most farming businesses, we are very much a farm, a family-focused business. Um, uh, I suppose um, I came back from college probably in the in the eighties, mid eighties, and started my career there. Uh, our farm is now ten times larger than it was when I started. Um, I always say I think all I've really done is run faster to stand still, um, but it's the way we we have most arable farming businesses in the last 30, 40 years have, have had to expand if, if they're going uh, to to remain in business and and by you know farming or various uh, farming arrangements with uh, other neighbouring farmers. So uh, we're we're a mostly arable based operation. Of about 1,200 hectares, um, growing combinables, um, sugar beet, and vining peas. Um, uh, we do have a small flock of sheep. Um, we have uh, a one or two holiday lets. Um, we have a bit of um, uh, uh, a few other alternatives, a bit of solar solar panel income and uh, bits and pieces, and a bit of rental income. But but that's our. our, our I suppose the guts of our business is, is, is arable farming and, and arable farming largely on behalf of other people. We, we, we own about 200 hectares and the rest is under various arrangements. So yeah, it's been, it's been fun and we, we need to, to, to you know, we, we're both passionate farmers. We love the job we do. Mm. And um, uh, yeah, we've, we've had good, bad and indifferent years. We've, we've, mm. We're a funny time at the moment with the whole Ukrainian thing leading, us, leading mm. to a big spike. Uh, both in what we sell and what we buy, and um, that now seems we we passed that spike. Now we're seeing uh, commodity prices for both. Well, maybe farms. we'll come back to that if that's all right, Nick. John, maybe you could just give us a bit of background to your um, circumstances. <clears throat> yeah, very similar. I'm I'm a fourth generation farmer here in near Woodbridge, and uh, we are on a soil type that's mainly uh, grows cereals. Um, peas, sugar beet, barley, you know, the beans, and uh, largely an arable farm. We, we again farm for others, for other, for other customers. Um, we own about uh, 800 acres, sort of 300 hectares sort of thing. Um, and um, that we've, I suppose I've had a lot of knowledge transfer over the, over my grandparents, great grandfather and, and father father's still involved and and um, I've got young kids as well so they're they're coming on and um, we've got uh, various other little things going on we've got a museum on the farm we let some buildings and we do a bit of storage for for, for a local firm of, of a commodity called Allseed Rape 
And um, yeah, so we're, I'm, I'm really actually um, enjoying farming at the moment, whereas didn't really enjoy it for uh, some very wet years pre-COVID and, and during it was it was difficult but mm. but, I, but I think it was, a, it was a good place to be when when we had the the pandemic mm. to be on a farm you know we were lucky because we we're in the country yeah We've been so isolated for years yeah <laughs> <laughs> stunned by the rest of the community I suspect but uh, um so I mean Obviously, the last few years have been tough for all sorts of businesses, for people and, you know, people in health care and so on. It's been, you know, like nothing we've ever seen before. But um, obviously, you're perhaps at the sharp end from the perspective of you have to make choices today on things that will come to fruition, literally, in six months. 18 months, perhaps, you know. But- right when we actually sell it and get the money in the bank you know sometimes yeah. Yeah. so but we're we're, we're 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 um you know we're used to doing that we're dealing with three years in one generally yeah. as a farmer you're mm. you're selling your last year's crop you're yeah. growing your current year but yeah. you're also like you're marketing and planning your your third year yeah and that and that if you can do that well you you can get your farming sorted and i yeah. always allude to that you I never worry about the one that's in the ground. I'm worrying about the one I've got mm. to come up to. The, I mean, back in, uh, in in our father's time, the, the volatility might have been, you know, 10, 15 pounds of same in the price of wheat over a season. Whereas we can get that volatility in a day. Mm. Now. So that's, that's uh, so, so it's quite important to, to just manage those sales and, and you're never going to get it right. But if, if you, if you spread it, through like through that sort of three-year marketing window, then hopefully get it right some of the time. So by the time you get to the show, um, end of May, beginning of June, that sort of time, obviously everyone connected with that is is essentially in in the agricultural business in some shape or form, in and all around Suffolk. Is is that right? Um, you could say that I would say that probably eighty percent of the volunteers are. And because yep. all the permanent staff are made part of the association, um, so yes, you're right. Um, however, you don't don't feel like you can't get involved in volunteering for the Suffolk Agricultural Association because you're not into farming. We've got all sorts, haven't we? Yeah. And um, I'm trying. I think to we think, need all sorts as well. Yeah, absolutely. We've got accountants and you know um, land agents, farmers, people who buy and sell fertilizer, trade grain. And it's easier to get into the association when you're a farmer because you hear about it as as uh, it, within your trade. You know, the, the association puts on <coughs> events, you know, conferences and and promotes farming in the area. And that's that's what's key. It's key strategy is. Mm. Um, but we do. I'm pretty sure we've got guys who have got nothing to do with mm. with farming um, helping. But we've got, you know, we've got a team of volunteers of stewards which is amount to 100 uh, 320 this year wow. plus plus another 20 senior stewards or people of you know who take uh, ownership of their areas so there's a not as a real there's a real army of 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 great people out there giving time up um and some might just come for the two days ourselves will i couldn't begin to count how many days we're up, up at mm. trinity park um today we decide to keep away and let them get on with their work yeah. so we can we can do this with you um in my office here so that's fine but there yeah I, I think 
I've got to be careful because I don't want to make people think that it's just a farming operation. And, um, and we're very, very fortunate. We've got huge numbers of young guys coming through. You know, I mean, they might not be farmers, but they might know a farmer, be friends with a farmer. Um, they might have been in young farmers. They might have been associated with Suffolk Rural College where, mm. you know, there's a th farming theme heard about the association, got involved up there. Because everyone that goes to the event centre, uh, goes to the ground, all of a sudden they're aware there's a Suffolk show on because we, you know, we, we heavily advertise. And um, yeah, so that's, I presume that's how people drop into it. We we did it because our fathers did, I suppose, but yeah. that's not that's not for everyone. And um, we're no, lucky. And I think it's quite, it, it's good that, you know, there are other routes that, that we are, getting more from the allied industries to agriculture rather than just that. And we've got to because um, uh, there are fewer and fewer farmers out there uh, mm. to draw. I, I guess I was interested as to what, how the association helps during the times that we've just gone through where things are volatile, you might need someone to speak with. Is it a mouthpiece for agriculture in Suffolk as well? Can it? bring you together is that a shoulder to cry well, on I, i'll answer that because i yeah you need I, to I, I think yeah. so. because i i think yes and no you know we weren't open as a drop-in center for people who are having a hard time and i'll be honest with you suffolk is um you know the farming situation in suffolk wasn't that bad it was a good, good place to be as we've told you however there will you know we've got um yana in the office is a is a charity you know the people who are a hard time so they share an office at the association so we've got a, a, you know help there the young farmers they also have a, a um, some some presence in the in the office at Trinity Park but you know we, we we all had to shut down but what we have done and I think this is really really important point that last year we had a terrific show we had 90 odd thousand people there now I think that's really good for the soul and for everyone to get back into the show arena and meet up with, with friends. I didn't hardly see this fellow here next to me during that time. Now I'm seeing him far too much. But when you're a, let's say you're a stockman and you take a, a cattle to the Norfolk show, the Suffolk show, the Hadley show, the South Suffolk, and you go and do all of the, the local shows, tendering, um, you'll go to all those people and you'll meet people there who you make who will make you smile immediately when you see them. You'll have common interests. You'll go and have a pint with them and have a catch up. And that was missed during the, mm. the, the pandemic. Mm. And I think that's well-being. I think Absolutely. it really is because farming is a solitary job and you do let things get you down sometimes. And particularly in the winter when the weather's not, not right, particularly with stock, particularly with other pressures like um, but even bird flu, you know, and then their prices of, of, of feed, you know, they've had a shocking time. But the show and the um, association are, uh, are thoroughly brilliant places for networking, communicating and catching up with people. I know people who I only see at the show mm. and I've been going to the show all my life. I even met my best man at the show stewarding with him. And I was his, and then he was mine. 
Now, never met before. We were in a car park together in the early days when we were 18. Mm. But it brings people together. Surely mm. it must be. Mm. How was um how was it for you, Nick? How was last year then when you look back on that? Because obviously it was uh it was like pressing the reset button to a degree, wasn't it, last year? How did how did it all go? Uh, yeah, like John said, we had a tremendous show last year, record numbers of attendees. It was a different show from my perspective, because I look after the rings and we were we we were we were hosting the pageant. Uh, on the second day, which was a which was a big deal for us, mm -hmm. and um, uh, so we were busy, very busy. Um, uh, I think probably um, being a bounce back show. I think this year will be different. I think this year will be more back to say the 2019 show, perhaps. Um, uh, yeah, and we're looking forward to perhaps a bit of a reset for agriculture within the show. I think as we are both keen on our agriculture, I think it'll be more at the heart of the show than it ever has been. Mm. Now, the, yeah. yeah, the key thing for us was, um, you know, you have a break from something and because people have changed their mindset, their businesses have changed. And, um, you know, let's start off with trade stands. You know, we have um, five, you know, 500 trade stands at the show. Now, a lot of them are chosen to go online during the pandemic and we weren't sure if they're going to come back. And um, I went with last year's show director to several um, <coughs> other shows around the country. And, um, you know, they had, they had, they had, they had a smaller offer. But, we've, but I think we've, we've been very lucky that we've, we've had traders come back. They're different. We've got a real bias in um, agricultural trade stands this year. But I think that's also because arable farming, as we've just talked about, is in a good place. Mm. You know, farmers all of a sudden have got a bit of money to spend instead of saying, crikey, this is a this is not great. Mm. And um, I think that's been a real a real bonus. Food has gone hugely higher in people's perspective and people understand it's more more expensive. But I also think people are eating more quality food. Um, I hope we're getting the education part of it, like the schools day. You know, I spoke to my chaps in the in the office, my guys on the farm here, and three of them out of the four had been to the school farm fair. It was fantastic as kids. Mm -hmm. So wonderful. But we um, maybe we're doing a better job as farmers to promote our business. Maybe we're not. Maybe it's on the television more with um, the Wild Isles, the, the Country Farm, and even Clarkson's Farm. And from that, we're, we're, we're seeing a, a more interest in farming generally. So we've, we've got a new place at the, at, the, at, the, um, at the show next year. We've got a, a, a farm for future hour, which is showing everything tech, all the tech and the, you know, everything that's new in farming, new practices, talking about soil health and technology and um, help me out here, forestry and the ecology. Uh, conservation and a lot of the trying to explain some of the um, policy changes within that that are going to influence us you know we we are environment is coming far more to the fore than it's ever has been and it's here to stay uh, uh, yeah i think what was it michael Gove said a few years ago um uh, public money for public goods that's right yeah and we had there was a real struggle to to include food in that public goods which was slightly mad but anyway, so it's there. But but uh, I think we, we need to be under no doubt that, that we are going to have to um, 
uh, all get more involved in uh, the various environmental schemes and and stuff like carbon and and where we where that where that market is going and so there's a little bit in that farm for future about trying to explain not only to farmers but also those people that are connected um, to the whole rural economy not necessarily farming but they like John was saying with with it being so much more in the media now there's a lot more interest in uh, farming the whole food thing the environmental thing and how they're all inter interconnected um, therefore I think been quite slow at getting getting that sort of vision to where it might be and we're still not quite there but Elms will come out the uh, new environmental scheme, land management schemes, and and so we're we're all learning as well. Um, but uh, there's no doubt about it that we will change the way we do things in the next few years, you, and we yeah. have changed to a degree anyway. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Jeremy Clarkson. Um, is there a Clarkson effect in agriculture? Because I'm sure that there were people who watched his program who had absolutely no understanding of the fine margins. I think, I think the Clarkson effect is not in agriculture. I think it's outside agriculture. I think the Clarkson effect has been those that would not normally have watched Country File. Yeah. All of a sudden saw agriculture and, and for and we found we find it quite amusing. But actually I say, uh, sit there and say I've never heard anybody say it exactly as it is. And the things that go on that can be quite amusing and can be um, soul destroying. But uh, they happen within our businesses mm. um, um yeah so i think he's 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 got away with uh you know particularly the whole issues about diddly squat farm and the planning and if you had to draw a caricature of farming it would be that wouldn't it, it would you be know, it, it would be and, and a bit of silliness yeah but, um but it does ex it does um emphasize all the all the all the hassles and the troubles we get and and we're and I'll, let me tell you, we, you know, as as farmers, we're much more professional than that. You know, we are. We are, and we, we you know, we are, we are, you know, we're we're agronomists, we're accountants, we're absolutely. Uh, you know, but we've got loads of, of hats on, um, trying to do one job, yeah. and that's produce the best food quality for the least amount. Yeah. to make a profit for ourselves and we, there's no doubt we're trying we're all trying to make a profit we're not growing <coughs> extra fertilizer at crops because um we want to pollute waters and and, and 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 doing bad practice we want the best practice so we get everything right so we maximize our um our effect on the crop and our quality of the crop so mm. it's it's so important and you know that getting that perception over i think wasn't mm. quite on the tv there but but i think we we want to demonstrate that as much as possible and we talk about that to young children and we've got um experts all over the show and within the organization you know we have we have all sorts of things going on as we we have um uh school children going up to hollow trees farm um and uh they you know trying to get to the to the to the guys who are leaving school to choose agriculture because it's not the best paid sometimes but there are some very good jobs that are well paid in the industry mm. but they're not necessarily in farming yeah. you know but they are in food production yeah 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 so um looking ahead to the show you've already given us a bit of a flavor for how that's going to go in planning we always say we've probably not got long enough <laughs> you never got long enough, no, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. One way or another. 
Yeah. But it's a two-day show, 31st of, 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 of May and the 1st of June. I think they're both we'll dry, sunny days. Yeah, I hope I so. Yeah. so you've books, so you've books the sunny days. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the trouble with our business. We are very uh, <laughs> very much affected by the weather, but um, and the show's no different. And I suppose last year we had the we had a um, we we changed our dates because the bank holidays changed, so we're back to normal practice. Wednesday and the Thursday, middle of the week, half term. Were you very... sure it's a Wednesday? I thought it was a Tuesday. Now, now. <laughs> <laughs> See what I have to deal with. Um, and the the other thing is, you know, we've got um, we we're we're very much wanting to add to the family day out. That's what we're trying to promote. It's half term. We your kids go free under under fifteen, you know, and um, <clears throat> you know, good value for money. That's what we would like to think. Um, you know, as I think someone said there's the um, fifty things you can do that are free on the day. You know, and um, you know, if you bring your, if you bring a picnic, it's 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 a it's a very easy day out. But there's there's so much to do and see. Mm. Um, we we I can't believe how quickly the rings completely filled up the um what we've got to show people uh, and display to people yeah and um and i can't believe how how many people have come back this year because i was i was challenged on was last year just a bounce back show or well, not i don't know if we, we we give it more credit than that it was yeah. a terrific show it was yeah you know the team last year did a super job however you know this is the first normal one, which isn't associated with a jubilee and a big, big long holiday afterwards. I do think that sometimes we, you know, we had, we had a lot more people on the Thursday last year, um, on the Wednesday last year, because the Thursday was the bank holiday. Yeah. So the second yes. day was bigger. Yeah. This normally we our first day is the biggest. I think it will get back to normal. I think I think you're right. I mean, we uh, like John said, we've got some we've got some great displays. All rings are all full. I think the entries for for livestock are coming on well i mean there's been some challenges around there and you know uh but i think we're 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 on that um and um we've got uh motorbikes broke fmx in the grand ring making a lot of noise and um uh, they seem to pull a crowd don't they the crowd please there it's, it's something non-equine which i think is quite important to have in the in at least one 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 of those in the grand ring so that that'll be good um uh, show jumping, we've got our, an enhanced competition in the in the grand ring with that, so we're hoping that's all going to go well. Um, otherwise, there's, there's um, many of the old favourites. The heavy horses are, you know, always fantastic. Coaches, we've got. We're not judging the coaches this year, I don't. But they're displaying. I think we've got thirteen. We're up to thirteen. I think that's the number. Yeah. And so they go for a little jolly <laughs> round and hold the traffic round the local roads, and then hopefully come back on time. For a display in the grand ring but that's always a bit of a movable feast that one so um that is good obviously uh we have the fantastic spectacle of the grand parade with all the livestock which is always really great to see and um uh there's there, there's been great competitors there that come back it's, year after year it's things. funny you mention that because i've never seen that before i've been going years and i think just because of everything going on last year i stopped and watched that and i was yeah. astonished that you could have that many animals, creatures and beasts going around um, one place and no one seemed to fall out with anybody else. Last year was a particular challenge with everything which was going on. <laughs> we, we got, it, we, we were like a duck, you know, we were trying to remain calm above surface, but there was a little bit of chaos. But That was um, amazing. 
and it was all uh, and and this year again as last year just as the grand parade leaves we we were having parachutes jumping oh, amazing. So you you try not to mix the two because that's yeah. <laughs> well pigs, um in the gra in the grand parade we, we don't often have pigs because they don't not every animal likes pigs for some right. reason Right. So much so we own, I think one year we put one in a trailer just so we got Somebody, rid of the yeah, and, for, um, and drove it round, which wasn't very uh, we've got <laughs> I mean, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we didn't have any pigs forward, and now we've got like 48 pigs coming, you know, it's fantastic. Yeah, right. But um got more again, Quite a lot of goats this this yeah, year. But the yeah, trouble is the right. goats are very weather sensitive, so if it's it's it even looks like a shower. They don't come out and join. Right? Right? It's quite nice to have that diversity within yeah. the ring, and um, and to get the the you know the Suffolk Trinity to to to, to see that displayed uh, in all its glory is 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 wonderful. Yeah. And actually, one thing I would just say, I again, I just found myself over the last few occasions I've been is just stopping and watching the judging of a particular category, and just standing there for twenty minutes, half an hour, and just watching the care that is taken over those different animals and and i would just encourage anyone who's listening so often we're going around to the noisiest display or or the thing that attracts the most attention but just to slow down and just admire the work of the different farming communities around suffolk in the presentation of those creatures is remarkable it, it is our tradition we um we wouldn't have a show without livestock you know it is it is paramount to the success of the um, of the show because, you know, years ago, the reason the show is there is because people wanted to compare their livestock and and um, challenge each other on it. And because you probably, if you've got the best bull in the ring, you know, everyone want to borrow your bull next week. You know, yeah. that's that goes back to traditions. And we what have we been going to? How long have we been going? One hundred and ninety odd years. You know. And that that's that's that is the foundation of what the show was built on. We cannot let that go. And we're so lucky because we don't have many livestock businesses, you no. know, in, in Suffolk. You know, there's quite a lot of chickens and there's but there's not a huge amount of cattle, very few dairy herds. Um, but we're we're so fortunate. People come, I mean, I think um heavy horses, 40% of the heavy horses yeah. are show from from Scotland, you know. I mean that's incredible. We're lucky we've main, we've that maintained way. that great reputation for livestock and livestock judges and getting the right judges and the right commentators and and so we we've we've maintained that that, that area. And we mustn't yeah. let the reputation slip. That's our job. Yeah. And I think that's mm. really Pass key. You know, we are there, Nick and I, to 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 look after the show so its reputation continues. And it's high agricultural bias, so that it is becoming a county show about all that is great. I think you said a county and uh, all about the county in a day, but it's two days. Don't forget, you know, you can come right. back. Days, but you know, it is it's what's best, and we're trying to showcase all of that. Yeah, you know, with our food and drink area, the Adams food and drink area is brilliant because <clears throat> it's actually bigger this year. You know, that's that's a brilliant. Trend. You know, yeah. offer you know we can, I can't believe that we've we've got more trade stands in food and drinks which is that's which tells another story you know with the agricultural and so our industry is 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 getting a bit you know it's getting more interesting at the show mm. and I understand um, we're told that you have a new president uh, coming for next year who has joined the um, 
joined the association? You know, we have a president of the association for each year. And, um, you know, quite often they've been involved with the show for, for a long while. And, um, yeah, the, the right Reverend um, Bishop Martin Seeley is going to well, be, no. he's, he is our... Um, <laughs> He is our president elect, mm. so he helps. We have to go through the, um, the the AGM to to elect him, but he is certainly the elect, and he's already very excited. And I've had meetings with him, and I think it's really important to get people involved outside of, you know, we, we have quite often a couple of uh, someone who's been involved with the association, maybe a farmer that's been really involved as our presence, and then we quite often grab someone outside of the community, you know, that that ag community. And, and bring them in, and um, and we might bring people in with them, and I think he he'll be great. He's he's a terrific man, and I've already really got on well with him, so I'm enjoying. I would enjoy working with him, and our current president, and our outgoing president. You know, we're all chatting, um, and Stephen Fletcher is. You know, he's he's a he's a farmer down the road here, and uh, get on tremendously well. And um, really looking forward to working with him for this show. And uh, yes, and so it goes on. That's an annual thing, you know. So we've got, yeah, it's, it's, it's there's a lot of movers and shakers within the association. Um, but that's good. It keeps it fresh, I think. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So let's finish with the future, because that's always um, the best place to finish with. And it sounds to me as though the future is something you're already thinking about. You're thinking about one of the reasons why you'd like families to come along to the Suffolk show is to encourage children to get some sense of the things that are going on in Suffolk that are connected with agriculture. But how do you look at the future? Well, I, I'd love to know this. What's, are our audiences at a Suffolk County show going to increase or decrease? And I think that when when we we do such a, a great you know Suffolk is a beautiful place let's not get, get this wrong and, and people can go there's huge amount of beaches and there's huge amount of and they'll always encourage good food and always encourage good trade and possibly good farming practices and uh, I, I do think that there's only a finite number of people that want to go to an event like that because people you know mm. sit and watch tv there's much more to do there's there's there's, there's there's a theme park of some sort opening somewhere everywhere. But, but I, do, I I mean I I sort of think it's sustainable. Yeah. But I, I think it, it, we and it we mustn't go chasing that crowd. We need to focus on what we wish to deliver, and then hope people are interested in what that do. I think yeah. education is absolutely needs to be at the forefront of whatever we do. Mm. Um, the population of Suffolk keeps increasing so we uh, if we you know we've got a bigger audience local audience to aim at and I like we said before I think there is that interest in the, the whole rural life and lifestyle and, and everything that goes with that so I I think if we get it right uh, we are absolutely sustainable but we we only we what we must focus on is keeping the the show focused where we want the focus to be ie agriculture you see the shows that have lost their agricultural bias mm. and they become more of a trade fair or yeah. a big shopping market. And, you know, and I've, I've seen some big ones fall, haven't you? And yeah. it's a shame. And I think once that goes, then 
then the the ideals go and the and the, the big picture is not looked at mm. um and um you know we don't want to turn to a car boot sale um but and, we want to work with, we, we, and I, john we, has already mentioned the 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 volunteer help we have through the stewards that we you know when i was a young steward i didn't want to get involved in the fun fair i wanted to be involved in an agricultural show and i mm. think that that is if we if we keep the show right we keep our, our volunteers you know i've always said that as a steward i can just about deal with the public a couple of days a year and be perfectly pleasant and so i think that's a crucial thing if you, if you, have, if you have any issues that, if you have anything any more than that, that is way too much to to somebody wearing a bowler hat or a very smartly dressed young lady and they will they will be able to help and they will do all they can to help because they they are invested in that show and we, of course, we've got to keep our membership um, up as well of the association. And I think, you know, the, one of the key things for the show is, you know, it's, it's parent, you know, uh, charity, you know, the, the Suffolk Agricultural Association must remain strong and um, be able to afford to put these events on. That's very key to it. Um, you know, we, as a charity, we do um, see the show as a primary source of our of, of our strategy but it does it, it can you get a wet day a wet couple of days and you, you can see you can see that it doesn't make money it's not i mean it's not hugely viable but um it's a terrific event doing exactly what we need to do for the association and as you say children are under 16 did you say yeah under 15 or under 15 yeah you know but but, but also we, we you know we're, we're also moving to a cashless um existence and parking is free you know we give so much away i don't you know we're just not doing, wonder we don't uh, make we, that's money. why we don't make it but <laughs> we, but we are um i think it's important to get that across we, we want no, to that's like it. And, and have a proper good day out absolutely yeah well thank you both for giving your time just to talk us through both your own personal experiences backgrounds businesses but also talking about the show which which is something uniquely Suffolk and um, and I hope it remains so for many years to come. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking us. Thanks, Colin. That was the director of the Suffolk Show, John Taylor, and his deputy Nick Watts chatting to Colin Lowe about this year's event at Trinity Park. It's all happening on Wednesday the 31st of May and Thursday the 1st of June, and you can get more information about tickets and the event itself by visiting the show website at suffolkshow.co.uk. As always, big thanks to the team who helped to produce this podcast. That's Sally and Kevin Birch and Joy Day. And of course, huge thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, bye.